NHL free agency day one is in the books, and the Dallas Stars did make a couple of moves, and it was officially announced by a team official that the John Klingberg era is over in Dallas. We'll talk about the Stars' newest addition and the departure of a beloved defenseman on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media, coming to you on this Thursday, July 14th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, you can follow us on there. Leave us a five-star rating and or review. Just takes a couple of seconds and helps the show out tremendously. You can also find and follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis, as well as our show just at Locked on Stars. And what a crazy, crazy first day of free agency for the 2022 NHL offseason johnny goudreau to the columbus blue jackets darcy kemper to the washington capitals claude Giroux to the ottawa senators who haven't the ottawa senators gotten this offseason brent burns to carolina the list goes on and on and on so many big moves plenty of players re-signed but plenty of other players going to play in new cities including a handful of players in the eastern conference and more specifically from the atlantic division the Dallas Stars going into this free agency period, it was very apparent that they were seeking depth at the wing position and potentially looking to add a defenseman if John Klingberg was going to depart, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but it seems that that is the case. Well, let's talk about that need for wing depth first. Uh, Mason Marchman is one of the newest members of the Dallas Stars. He is a six foot four inch, 209 pound left wing. The Stars signed him to a four-year deal worth $4.5 million, 18 goals, 29 assists, and 47 points in total in 54 games played. But I figured I would not just tell you about him myself. I actually got to sit down and talk for a few minutes with host of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, Armando Velez, and we talked a little bit about Mason Marchment. So let's cut to that right now. All right. Welcome in, everybody. This is Dane Lewis, host of the Locked On Stars podcast, joined now by host of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, Armando Velez, here to talk about one of the, I guess, kind of underrated, maybe under the radar signings on the first day of NHL free agency. Mason Marchment signs a four-year deal with the Dallas Stars worth uh, $4.5 million a season. And Armando, this is a guy that off the bat, a lot of people in Dallas, including fans, media members, seem to be excited about. So in your eyes, is this is a guy that is worth getting excited over? Um, and if so, what are some of the reasons that we should be excited to see Marchment in victory green this coming season? Marchie is a grinder. That is the best way to describe him. And, you know, this is a guy who is 
been really doubted in his uh, NHL career. He was with the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, played in their ECI, ECHL affiliate in the Orlando Solar Bears before they switched affiliates with the Tampa Bay Lightning and won a uh, Calder Cup with the Toronto Marlies during his time. And, of course, when the Florida Panthers made that trade with the Toronto Maple Leafs just to, uh, three now going on three seasons ago for Dennis Mulgan, um, really it was, it was just kind of – a lot of people saw it as just like another guy, but just – uh Mason Marchment is just a guy who just you, you see effort in every every play every time he's on the ice and the the dude's like a a hard hitting machine you'll see a lot of big hits from Mason Marchment the only issue really with Mason Marchment is it, it's a little troublesome with him staying on the ice uh there there has been a stretch in the season last year where he missed a lot of time and he didn't play at all in the Tampa series uh, last season. He missed game six against the Washington Capitals, and uh, he didn't play at all in the four-game sweep against Tampa Bay. Yeah, uh, gotcha. I, I was kind of looking into that and did notice those things, and I know this season uh, it looks like he played 54 games with the Panthers, 18 goals, uh, 29 assists, 47 points in total, which is a pretty good stat line on an uh, offensive-minded Florida Panthers team, a loaded roster uh, who were some of the guys that he was playing alongside? Um, and, you know, was he more of the playmaker in that situation or was he more of the scorer? Uh, which other Florida Panther players was he spending a lot of time with on the ice? He was mostly spending time with uh, Anton Lindell and Sam Reinhart uh, with when he was when he was with Florida. And there was a there was a you got to go. You got to actually go back to this one game against the Columbus Blue Jackets where that that Florida Panthers line, the third line, uh, was just produced. The, each individual player had five points each in that game. And that and the third line in that one just carried the team in that specific game. It was a road game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And Mason Marchment, he takes advantage of his uh, time on ice uh, for for the Panthers. I mean, let, let's look at let's look at this. Even strength, he is fourth on the Panthers in Goals four per 60 minutes uh, last season with the Panthers, right behind Jonathan Huberdeau, Alexander Barkov, and Anton Lindell. So he takes his advantage of his time on ice. So uh, not not the not the not the doesn't get the most minutes, but he really t does take advantage of his minutes. Yeah, certainly encouraging. Seems like like you said to open up that he's a, a grinder type player, um, a guy that's going to give that full on effort whenever he's on the ice and clearly had a really nice season with 47 points. Do you think that this season was an outlier um, or do you think that he's capable of this going forward with Dallas or, you know, however much longer he plays in the NHL? It's funny because I, I spoke about a situation about Mason Marchment coming back. And of course, with a new coaching staff, even in Florida, um, there's a little bit of worry about whether he was going to have the same success under Paul Maurice because it, you know, he played a few top line minutes two seasons ago in 2021 uh, under Coach Q. Of course, with the Panthers bringing in more talent around them, the Mason Marchment didn't have to play as much top line minutes. Also, he gets he play he can play both wing positions. Uh, so expect him to see he's mostly on the on on the left side, uh, but he could also play the right side as as well. But with with Marchment. Uh, he is a, a guy who just brings the energy every single night. And of course his defensive presence is, is one of the best 
um, was one of the best on the Panthers as well. Goals against per 60 minutes was one of the second best on the team uh, behind Claude Drew. Goals against per 60 minutes at even strength. So he's also a big defensive presence. And one of the big big things that Mason Marchment does bring is a big hit in the neutral zone that creates a transition going the other way. And of course, he is a guy that gets in front of the net, in front of the dirty areas to create uh, sometimes something out of nothing. Yeah, it seems like, you know, you mentioned that he plays both wing positions. That's going to be incredibly valuable. The Stars are looking for that secondary scoring option or guy that can be on the second line, really, uh, with Tyler Sagan and maybe Jamie Benn at the other wing position. So I think that that makes him incredibly versatile and valuable to, um, you know, the the top six because the Dallas Stars are set with their top line with Hintz, Roberts, and Pavelski. But, you know, it seems like that they found their guy that can, you know, grind away, but also, you know, score some goals every now and then. But you know, kind of be the the enforcer on both sides of the ice, which is really, really good news for the stars and the people who are watching this team. And uh, are there any concerns that you have? Is there anything that maybe is kind of a red flag or things that, you know, now that Marchment's gone, you're glad that you don't have to necessarily worry about it uh, watching the Florida Panthers going forward? As far as the Panthers or as far as um, worry about the Panthers or more worried about Mason Marchment? Um, I, I guess more with Marchman on an individual level. Is there any kind of red flags there that now that he's not on the Panthers, you're kind of relieved of, you know, if, some, you know, red flag that could eventually lead to something down the road, just anything like that. Uh, maybe a, a hit that could be suspension worthy because he, 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 he does, uh, he does have those, he is very aggressive as a, as a, as a hitter. So you'll see a lot of those big ones. Uh, that's for sure. Um, so, so that's really the big concern, and of course, injuries. That's really been his his issue um, last season with with the Panthers. So th- he's missed a bunch of time. He was on LTIR for for a little bit, um, and and he he of course brought him back, and he's still well, not LTIR. He was on IR, excuse me, and then they were able to bring him back, but still uh, spent a little bit of time uh, off the roster because, of course, when you're when you're throwing your body over and over and over again. Of course, you're gonna you're gonna absorb a lot of those hits, and those are gonna take a toll. So uh, happy for Mason Marchment getting a deal after everything that happened with his father, uh, Brian Marchment. Uh, God bless his soul, uh, and he's still able to provide some type of security for his family. So we always knew that Mason Marchment was going to get some type of payday and um, provide some type of security. I didn't think it was going to be Dallas, but of course, with the relationship that he's had. He has with the coaching staff. Uh, it made a it made a, him a perfect fit over there in Dallas. Absolutely, yeah. I, I remember seeing even you know around the start of free agency, maybe about an hour in, that Carolina was kind of the destination that it seemed like he was. You know, it was all but done that he was going to go there, and then all of a sudden, Elliot Friedman just tweets out like this one of the shortest tweets of the day too. Just you know, uh, uh, Marchment to Dallas, and then he had the year and, and the amount, which is just was crazy to me. Caught me off guard, but. You know, based on what you've said and based on some of the other things I've seen on social media and just looking at his numbers as well, he's a guy that, you know, I think it's worth getting excited about here in Dallas and a guy that I think could potentially have a bright future here for the next four years. Like you said, if he's able to stay healthy and if he can find rhythm and chemistry with whoever he's paired with, uh, which as of right now, I have to imagine that the goal is to hopefully have him on that second line with Tyler Sagan. And, you know, if they can both be in that you know, Tyler Sagan, I believe, had 49 points last season. Marchment had 47. If they can both reach those numbers again, and then, you know, whoever's on that line with them, the third piece, if he can also put up nice numbers, I think the Stars could really see a nice jump and move uh, a step forward offensively from where they were last season. 
Yeah, and with bringing in Pete DeBoer, former Florida Panthers uh, head coach Pete DeBoer, I mean, they 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 lost out on uh, Brett Burns, and it's not as of recent reports, it's looking like that John Klimberg will not be returning to the Dallas Stars. So a, a little right. bit of regrouping that the Dallas Stars will need to be doing in in the next. Uh, in, in the next few seasons as you know they're 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 coming off a stanley cup uh final run just a few seasons ago and they're trying to get back uh there uh but you know uh, mason marchman is definitely a guy who he's not gonna be the reason for taking you to the next level but he could be part of that secondary scoring that they're looking for in dallas yeah, secondary scoring, such a big piece. I think even we saw it with Colorado this season. I mean, you have the McCars and the McKinnons of the world, but that cup run doesn't happen without, you know, Arturi Lekkinen and uh, Burakovsky and Nachuskin, um, you know, so on and so forth. So many key guys that weren't the, the star of the show, but, you know, they played a key role. And hopefully Marchment can be that kind of guy for this Stars team that even if he's not front and center getting all the attention, you know, he's he's giving it all he's got and he's, you know, producing whether it's assist or goals or whether it's strong forechecking as well seems like a a guy that's worth getting excited about and i can't wait to see how he you know performs during training camp in the summer um, but also as the season gets closer really really excited to see what he looks like under pete DeBoer's uh coaching system yeah and not, one more thing on uh marchment is that he he also plays some he also played a little bit of a uh, power power play two minutes uh average of 51 uh seconds uh, on the power play he was mostly uh on the on the second unit as well so he also provides that element too i see yeah that'll, that'll certainly be nice to have a, an additional piece that could go on the power play i know vlad nemestikov was a guy like that for the stars but now he's gone back to tampa bay so he could maybe slide into that spot um and be you know that, that additional piece on the power play that could go alongside a, a sagan robertson hints pavelski tons of options there for forwards but armando thank you for uh stopping in real quick and talking some uh, Marchment with us because I know I definitely didn't have all the insight on him, but you definitely did having watched him uh, the past few seasons or I guess past season in Florida where he really took off. Mm -hmm. Yep, and ho and uh, I'll be definitely uh, cheering him on as I do mo of all former Panthers. Hey, that's what we like to hear. Hopefully he performs well. Absolutely. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus, and even aging. It's lifestyle friendly, so whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, this is something that you can use every day. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network 
to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're moving on on today's episode of Locked On Stars. We just spent the last segment talking with Armando Velez of Locked On Florida Panthers about winger Mason Marchman and how he could impact the Dallas Stars roster. Let's shift our focus to the defensive side of the ice and another player from the Atlantic Division coming to Texas. Colin Miller, a six foot one, 198 pound, 29 year old defenseman a right-handed defenseman, a guy who shoots from the right-hand side. 29 years old, shoots right-handed, a defenseman. Does this sound familiar? Does this sound like a guy that uh, maybe was on the Stars last season and has been on the Stars for several seasons? Uh, question mark, he says with a bit of irony. A guy like Miller has been a little bit all over the league. He still um, you know, has a lot of his career ahead of him at age 29, but he's already played for three different teams in Boston, Vegas, and Buffalo. He was actually on the inaugural Vegas Golden Knights squad, and he's a guy that can kind of do a little bit of everything. Certainly not really a standout player. This is a guy that I was very unfamiliar with before Wednesday's free agency, but just kind of taking a look at him, I think one thing that he brings to the table that will be great for the stars is he can play both the power play and the penalty kill between 2017 and 2019. When he was with the Vegas golden Knights, he had 30 power play points in those two seasons. That was second most on the team behind only Jonathan Marshall who has been one of the premier players for that franchise since it was brought into existence. And, you know, he had a pretty good career or good stat line uh, in that inaugural season for the Vegas golden Knights, 10 goals, 31 assists, 41 points in total. He hasn't been able to replicate those numbers and didn't have those numbers in his couple of seasons in Boston before then. But he has shown that he certainly has the potential to be an effective defenseman in this league and only played 38 games with the Buffalo Sabres this past season, posting a stat line of two goals, 12 assists, 14 points in total. And it's really interesting. Um, since joining the Sabres, his game plays has actually gone down by the year. His first season with the team, he played 51 games, then 48, then 38. So I'm part of that due with the past few seasons, obviously being shortened with COVID things of that nature. But, you know, and I obviously don't know a ton about the Buffalo Sabres and how they use their defensemen um, or, you know, what they would want or didn't really want with a guy like Colin Miller, but maybe just not a guy that fits into their system or not a guy that they're very interested in. Uh, with especially some premier defensemen like uh, Rasmus Dahlin on their team and 2021 first overall pick Owen Power, who did play eight NHL games this past season for the Sabres. Looks like this is a guy that was pretty easy for them to depart with, with a premier defenseman already on their roster, a guy that's supposed to be one of their best players for years to come in Owen Power. So, I mean, just a pretty simple move. He's not going to be making a ton of money. I believe it's only a two-year deal, uh, $1.85 million dollars. Uh, a season, so nothing too terrible. The cap hit, not too bad, um, but definitely not a guy that's going to likely come in and put up crazy numbers. But really, at the end of the day, I think it's pretty easy to tell that this is a quote-unquote replacement for John Klingberg, and I say that more in just the sense of getting a right-handed defenseman on the roster. I by no means think that he could will put up the same numbers that maybe Klingberg did this past season. I would love to be proven wrong on that. Um, it very much is possible because, like I said, he did have that 41-point season back in 2017-2018. So he has shown flashes of greatness in the past. I just don't know if we're going to see it again here in Dallas. And maybe he just needs that change of scenery, getting out of Buffalo, 
coming back to the Western Conference and playing with a team like the Stars. I think that he could potentially do well in Pete DeBoer's system. I know that was one of the things that many people talked about, whether or not Klingberg would stay, is that plenty of people thought that John Klingberg might thrive under Peter DeBoer's system. So maybe that could be the case for a guy like Miller. We'll just have to wait and see. At the end of the day, it's not the worst move. He's not going to cost a lot of money, and I think there is a little bit of upside there. He has a pretty nice shot. He can shoot really well from the point, and like I said, he can be a pretty effective player on the power play, which if we watch the Stars at the second half of this past season, we know that their power play desperately needed help. So maybe bringing in a guy like him, a dynamic guy who can play the defensive side of the ice but also do a little bit on offense, especially on the man advantage, not a whole lot to lose here for the Stars, especially since they'll likely be down John Klingberg, which we'll talk about him in just a second because a team official did officially say, uh, not to use the word official too many times, but it seems that the John Klingberg era is over in Dallas, and we'll dive into that after another quick break. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given the Coconut Brownie Chunk the Puffs treatment. That's right, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a delicious, chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are only here for a limited time, so go to Built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out because they're going fast and they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use our promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. And we're closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars kind of on a somber note. Uh, something that we knew was likely coming, but it seems like the reality has finally set in. Per Saad Youssef on Twitter yesterday, Stars assistant general manager Scott White said when addressing the media that the Dallas Stars and John Klingberg, as much as they both tried, I think both sides were putting forth some effort. A deal could not be reached, and so it seems like John Klingberg's time as a Dallas star has come to an end. And this is something that we'll probably dive into even more at a later date. Once he officially gets announced to another team, I'll probably make a full video on it, talking about his time with the Stars. But at the time of recording this on Wednesday night, I have not seen any news about him going to a different team yet. So I figure it's only a matter of time, though, as he's one of, if not the best defenseman, still left on the free agent market. But this is, you know, a really sad piece of news for a lot of people. I know even for me a little bit, but it really has felt inevitable since he started appearing in trade rumors back in the middle stages of the regular season this past year. And, and yeah, it, it's just one of those kind of, you know, it's a business type of moves and type of things that is happening here with Klingberg. I mean, John came in, was drafted by the Stars, has worked hard. He's been kind of a staple of this team for the past several seasons. And, you know, he's had some really good plays, put up some really good numbers, been one of the better offensive defensemen in the league. Probably the best offensive defenseman we've seen in this franchise since Sergei Zuboff. And 
I think that John Klingberg felt that he was deserving of a pretty big pay raise, and this is probably his last opportunity to get that pay raise, which I can 100% respect that. I think I saw on Twitter as well, I think Saad Yusuf or Matt DeFranks posted that he's getting married later this summer, so looking to start a family. So I can totally understand and respect that he wants to get as much money as possible because he wants to sign a big, long contract that will probably carry him into his late 30s. And at that point in his career, he's not getting a big deal after that, if at all, depending on how he's continuing to play. So definitely understand that he wants to go out and get his money. And Dallas just doesn't have the capability to offer him that big money because they want to give that big money to some younger people within the organization that are the future of the organization. They have their priorities set on younger players like Jake Ottinger, Jason Robertson. Rope Hints is going to need an extension either sometime this season or next offseason. You're still paying guys like Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan, uh, Joe Pavelski just signed a one-year extension for this offseason. Dennis Gurionov got extended. Wedgwood got extended. Uh, not everyone can stay. And, you know, there's even talks of the stars, you know, that they may be looking to move Radic Foxa or Anton Hudobin to clear up some room. Hasn't happened yet. I think they could potentially still move a guy like Hudobin just with the goalie situation kind of as it is with Wedgwood and Holt, or not Holtby, Ottinger. Um, but we'll have to see how that plays out. So not really sure where John Klingberg will play. Not sure what the future holds for him at the time of recording this. For all I know, by the time you guys are hearing this uh, on Thursday, he could have already been you know picked up by a new team and the announcement could have been made. But I really do hope that he gets paid well, and I hope that he's successful. Unless, of course, his team is playing the Dallas Stars, then I hope he does not do well. Uh, but every other game that he plays, I hope he is able to perform really well, and I hope that the fans of whatever city he goes to love and appreciate him because he is an incredibly hard worker, and I think that he was kind of a, a cult favorite amongst Stars fans, a guy that's just, again, been a staple of this team for so long, one of the longer-tenured members of the squad and organization um, you know, of course, you have your Sagans and your Bens, and now Klingberg's gone, Radulov's gone, Bishop's gone. It's really just this new era slowly and slowly being ushered in, uh, and it really seems like Ben and Sagan are kind of the last pieces of of what some might call the the older Dallas Stars of the of the late or the early 2010s, the mid, pretty much the entire 2010s, uh, if you want to call it that. So, really, the way I see it, um, it, it, it is sad. And I definitely understand the Stars fans that are sad. I also understand the Stars fans that maybe are a little bit relieved just because they're not going to spend you know, an arm and a leg to keep John Klingberg on the roster as he continues to age. But I also don't think there should really be any slander from Stars fans about John Klingberg just with everything he's given to this organization. Been a clutch playoff performance throughout the years and just been a clutch player in general. Never always, you know, he's had moments where he hasn't been as good or moments where he faltered. And that's just what being a professional athlete is. But all in all, he's a, a guy that I think has earned the respect of the franchise, of his teammates, and also the fans. So best of luck to John Klingberg moving forward. And we'll keep an eye out to see where he goes next. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for tuning in today and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting platform. Remember that we are free and available no matter where or how you listen. You can also find and follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and our show as well at Locked on Stars. Well, guys, on tomorrow's episode, we have a very special show 
NHL draft expert analyst, whatever you want to call him, Tony Ferrari is joining the episode to break down the Dallas Stars 2022 draft class. We'll talk about all six players that got drafted and maybe talk a little bit about the 2021 draft as well and talk about some comparisons there. Really fun episode, really fun interview with Tony. You guys won't want to miss it. It'll be up on your feeds on Friday, but we'll see you there, Stars fans. I hope you have a good Thursday.